Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take a golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. You're seated in a chair and cross your legs. If you're seated on the floor, sit Indian style. And of course, if you're doing something, just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get super present in whatever it is you're doing. But if you can, Sit comfortably, place your palms open on your lap, close your eyes, and let's just begin to breathe together. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. Exhale, release, and relax. Taking another deep breath in through your nose, Allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath and exhale and just let it go. Let all tension go from your body. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale, release and relax. And breathing in pure golden sunlight through your core, through your heart, through your mind. On the exhale, just release and sink in a little bit deeper. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale, release and let go. And this time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you fill your entire being with pure golden gratitude, exhale, release, and relax a little bit more. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale, release, and relax. And breathing in pure golden gratitude through your core, through your heart, through your mind, through every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude, filling your heart, filling your entire being with golden gratitude. On the exhale, allow it to wash over you again, like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And taking one last deep breath in of pure golden gratitude. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Well, today, since we're talking about the feminine and we're in our feminine series, I want to talk about what it means to 
hold all the archetypes of the feminine. Now, as women, we are primarily, we have some stronger archetypal energies in us than others, but this does not mean that the other energies are not present. It just means that as women, we've cultivated our femininity in certain ways. We've cultivated our sense of ourselves and our identity, or we've practiced life in ways that it allows these certain energies to become more dominant than others. It doesn't mean that at any point in your life, you will not be initiated into other energies. The word initiation is a powerful word, isn't it? The initiator is a feminine archetype. Let's start there. The initiator is the one that holds and wields the sword of clarity. The initiator is the one that stands in her fierceness as a leader. The initiator is the one that points to what is it that you need? What is it that you need in order to progress on the journey? Oftentimes we hear the word initiation in the sense of something has happened, some cataclysmic event has happened, and it literally has initiated us into a new journey in life. My initiation, one of my main initiations, was my husband's death. It, from that moment of initiation, from that moment, I completely was torn and ripped from the life I had, and and I was sent on a new trajectory. That's the sign of initiation. You begin a new journey. You have to step in to a new journey. You are initiated into that journey through the event that has happened. You are initiated into the initiator energy of that which is feminine. So that's the first archetype I'm going to speak to is this initiator, this leader that stands with strength, with her sword in front of her. But it's more of a sword not to wield in power against. It's more of a sword to help another be guided into their power. It's like putting your sword in the ground and saying, this is where I stand. So sometimes you'll see great leaders, women and feminine leaders, are great initiators. And they don't wield power, but they stand in their power They can say things. Have you ever noticed that, that sometimes somebody can say something to you and you receive it differently than if somebody else says it? Because the initiator stands in unconditional love and non-judgment. But the initiator will point to and guide and 
give you something that will help you um, become empowered, become enlightened. That's what a great leader, a great leader will have an initiator quality to them. So the next archetype I want to talk about is the great mother. Great mother energy is like water and whale. Whales have carry great energy, great mother energy through the ocean. Whales carry that beautiful strength of what it means to guide to um, nurture, but to be fierce. The great mother energy is all about giving life. It's also about receiving. It's about being incredibly nurturing, being that soft lap to land on, being that open heart to receive. The great mother energy, whether you're a birth mother or not, is something very prevalent in many women, but could be lacking in some women too. But we all have a great mother within us, just like we have an initiator. But it is an archetype. The next archetype I want to talk about is the goddess of compassion. Now, the goddess of compassion is all heart. The goddess of compassion feels and is receptive to everything. The goddess of compassion loves with non-judgmental qualities and with a completely open heart and is completely unconditional. You can see the goddess of compassion in some women You can see that in a lot of nurses. You can see that in how they carry themselves in a room. When a woman walks up and she touches your elbow or she's a hugger or she's warm and nurturing and receptive and open. These are qualities of the goddess of compassion. She loves. She loves and feels deeply. And then there's the high priestess. The high priestess carries with her a devotion, a devotion to the divine, a devotion to mankind, to humanity. The high priestess carries with her the chalice of love, She carries it with strength, but she walks with devotion. There's the creator-destroyer archetype. That is all about mayhem and storms and things falling apart so that they can come back together. Have you noticed that life has that element of creator, destroyer, and we carry that too. We will destroy and tear down something that's not working in order to begin again. We will dismantle and undo our home if necessary. We will dismantle and undo a structure that is no longer working in order to 
live within a structure that has balance and harmony that will restore our family, that will restore our own energy, that will restore us. There is the muse. The muse has powerful energy of playfulness. The muse inspires. The muse is full of vigor and energy, a swirling energy that allows for something to come forward that propels energy forward, a powerful, playful energy. The muse is incredibly playful. She inspires. She inspires all creativity. She inspires beauty. She inspires all sorts of things that are muse-oriented. There is the lady of communion. She gathers. She brings together women She brings together circles. She is about nature and bringing all of nature into life. She is full of calm, like a calm reservoir. She sits and waits. The Lady of Communion waits for all things to come together. She's about uniting. There's the Weaver Dreamer. The weaver dreamer is like the spider in the web, creating the web, creating the web of all your desires. The archetype of the weaver dreamer is about knowing what structure will achieve your dreams, but it's about being able to dream and cast that web, create that web where dreams come true, like the dream catcher. There is the queen of death archetype. Queen of death is about deliverance. It's about going through surrender, trust, accept, release, and receive. It's about knowing what to surrender to in order to receive. Queen of Death is about letting go of the ego and being completely in the feminine. Queen of Death is about knowing when something needs to die in order for a rebirth to occur. The Queen of Death archetype is about rebirth. There is the goddess of love, Aphrodite. She's beautiful. She's seductive. She is sexy. The goddess of love is all about the joy of the physical, the joy of what it means to have sex with chocolate. (laughs) As women, we certainly know what that means. But do we do that? Do we relish a piece of chocolate the way we could be a seductress? the way we can be an open receiver of the masculine or the feminine, or however you receive love, however you open your whole being, your whole body, your whole energy 
to being that feminine, beautiful flower that each of us is in the Aphrodite archetype. There's the primal goddess. She has all of her primal strength. She knows when to roar. She knows when to be quiet. She knows when to stand tall. She knows when to sit down. The primal goddess brings all of our primal energies into play. The primal goddess is the one that wants to go out and just be in the dirt. She wants to put her feet in the dirt and her hands in the dirt. There's the wise woman. We have that wise woman archetypal energy within us that is tuning into your intuition and your inner wisdom. The wise woman is incredibly powerful. Our wisdom is what we give back to the world. There's the alchemical goddess. The alchemical goddess is all of them, which we all are, but when they're all fully alive and present, like all of the chakras are completely lit up from our crown chakra to our root chakra. They are completely lit up and fully recognized. This is the highest archetype because it is that we have recognized every archetypal energy that we carry within our DNA as the feminine. This is the divine feminine archetypal energies are very powerful within each of us. And which one are you? Do you carry more of the great mother and Aphrodite? Do you carry the goddess of compassion and the priestess? Are you the muse, the lady of communion? Like Artemis, the lady of communion? She knows how to take her arrow, her bow and arrow, and point it directly at what she wants, drawing from all of nature. Or are you into the queen of death, into the rebirth cycle of your life? Are you the weaver dreamer, the initiator, the wise woman? We are all, all of them. But it's helpful to sometimes think of which energies do you carry and which energies would you like to develop more of. So how do you do that? Well, you just take a peek at yourself, an honest, reflective peek, and you say, well, I would love to have more of an initiator quality. I'd love to be able to become a strong leader. Or I want to access my inner wisdom. So I need to get still or I want to access more of the primal goddess in me. I want to get raging and angry and just feel everything. Or maybe you want to cultivate the goddess of love and be more like Aphrodite than the receiver place, the feminine place, the seductress place. Thank you so much for being in this conversation with me today about all of the feminine archetypes. 
I find it fascinating. And I, I think it's like the hero's journey. It's very mystical. It's very mythical and mystical that we carry these archetypes in our DNA. I think it's important for us to identify which are the ones that are strongest within us and which ones do we want to bring forward. They're there. They're inward. They're part of you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Christine Carlson. Don't sweat the small stuff. We are living the big stuff. Come back again. Thanks for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author Christine Carlson. You're invited to join Christine at one of her upcoming retreats in California, including her popular What Now Women's Retreat at Sea Ranch and her new Revive and Thrive Mental Health and Wellness Retreat at Mount Shasta. Get all of the retreat details today at christinecarlson.com.